We are starting a podcast. We're calling it the Saltcast. Shout out Ryan Hamby for the name. Although after further thought, probably didn't need to phone a friend to think of that name for a Salt Company podcast. But either way, what we want to do on this podcast is that we want to pull on different people to have conversations with and learn what does it look like to follow Jesus in the everyday moments of life. And so in week one, we're going to ask the question, what does it look like to live for community while we're quarantined? Because that's new. So we want to pull on Kaylee Hunting to learn how she's been thinking through this and how she has been planning on fighting for community while we're isolated in our houses. So we're going to go ahead and get started with episode one. Welcome to week one of the Saltcast. This week we have Kaylee Hunting joining us. Kaylee, hello. Hi, Drake. Day whatever of the quarantine been treating you well? Oh man, you know when it's sunny, it helps a lot yeah. more. So this week we're talking how do we, while we are quarantined, live for community? Because in the Christian life, community is one of the most important parts. One of the things that we talk about all the time, um, being a vital piece to our life. But while we're isolated in our houses, what does that even look like? But before we jump into that, I wanted to do a, a quick five-question rapid-fire with you. So, Kaylee, you ready? All right, hit me. So, Kaylee, you have a dance party, and you can only have one song playing the entire dance. What is it? Something 70s funk by the Bee Gees or Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so you have your favorite outdoor activity. What is it? Backpacking. Favorite ice cream flavor and three words to explain why. All right, vanilla. It's classic, combinational, and it's uh, tasty. Fingers for toes or toes for fingers? Fingers for toes because you can put socks on top of it. <laughs> so you could either run three marathons oh. or only communicate via Zoom call for the rest of your life. What would you do? <laughs> I hate running, but I would do a marathon because I'm, I'm getting sick of Zoom calls. That is, that is the correct answer because Zoom calls are essentially the worst. For you guys to get to know Kaylee a little bit more, one thing I want to share about Kaylee is her and her husband, Dave, so you and Dave, Kaylee, are incredible when it comes to community. And when I, when I try to think of like, how would I describe you guys in community? Um, the best thing that comes to mind is just better. Uh, than most when it comes Stop. to that. And, I mean, we were just talking about how you have been in your house, what? A year now. In six months of that year, you've had people living with you, correct? Yeah, including you guys. That was, that was yes. really fun. A good three weeks stay at the hunting household. It was incredible. But we're like, yeah, we're just getting into a really weird time when it comes mm. to community. We're doing these virtual connection groups. Um, we've got people that are a quick drive from our house, but we can't really like go and see them. And even me just going out on my porch and stepping outside feels like I'm entering like this war zone of like, <laughs> can I be out here even right now? And I'm thinking of like college students. I mean, overnight, essentially going from having all of their friendships and community to none at all. Mm -hmm. And so there's just this dramatic shift that's happened and so for you being someone who's, yeah, just loves community and is really passionate about making that a priority of your life, what has it been like for you to process this mm. kind of dramatic shift that we've mm. gone through? Yeah. 
Yeah, even as you're talking, I'm thinking about just a couple like passages in the Bible, like where it says, offer hospitality without grumbling, like um, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. And I feel like my Mm -hmm. normal avenues of getting to do that are um, restricted or limited. And so I'm like, okay, what does it actually look like to put other people's needs before my own? What does it look Mm. like to be hospitable when you can't always invite people into your house? And so I think we as Christians during this time are being challenged to um, to think about what does it look like to love my brother with brotherly affection in a non-traditional way. And I think that like as this isolation time continues, it's going to become harder to do that because at least for me, in this isolation, it's become easier just to focus on myself and my own needs. And it becomes um, less convenient to pursue community because it takes extra intentionality, which can be hard at times. And I guess I was thinking about even college. I think college is the most um, convenient time to pursue community. And so that'd be really hard as a college student to overnight go from like having your best friends across the hallway from you in the dorm to like we're living across the state now and trying to do this virtual thing. And that's a great point. Cause I feel like, yeah, in college you have, like you said, so much relationship, but you don't need any intentionality. And now Mm. it's the exact opposite where you need so much intentionality because you don't have those relationships right at hand. And so why would you say, it is so important. It is so worth it to fight, to have intentionality with community. Yeah, we, I think the first thing is we need each other. We need each other to remind each other of truth and like the purpose and what we're Mm. living for. And even like the whole concept of like the gospel is that God has invited us into his family. So we're not just saved and then put on an island, but we're saved to be a part of the church. And it's really easy to forget that when you're like living by yourself or just with your family without people around you. But we need to remember that we need each other and that we can't do this thing alone. And um, yeah, I think that it's tricky because um, the enemy wants us to be isolated and he wants us to um, like get in our own heads, get like let the fears well in our mind but when we fight for community we're able to expose those things or expose those sins or things we're struggling with and people can encourage us with truth and so and i feel like even like we've had different salt calls with a bunch of students on it and like right when you started you're just like look at all these people this (laughs) is amazing and it's just like seeing people already by itself is such a huge encouragement yeah. But then you even like, man, we're just hearing each other out. We're processing things. We're praying together. And it's just such a huge boost. Mm-hmm. And like you said, we need each other. And that's so worth fighting for. And so for you, what does it look like for you to pursue after community, for you to take steps towards living community? Yeah, the one is super simple that comes to mind. And it's literally just show up. Like, <laughs> And I think that was helpful for me even last night. So I had been, by the time Connection Group started, I'd already been on over three hours of Zoom calls for meetings and stuff. And I was like, the last thing I want to do tonight is sit in front of my computer for another two hours and have a Zoom call. But actually, like, 
me showing up, it gave me the opportunity to actually mm. like pause and process through what God has been doing in my heart. Yeah. And I, like, I think I've just been going, going, going. And so I haven't actually taken time to be like, what is God teaching me through this? What is he revealing? And I think that leads to like my second encouragement is to confess sin in the messiness of sin. Um, cause it's, it's way easier to share something like, Hey, I used to struggle with this, but now I don't, this is what God taught me. And here it is wrapped up all nicely in a bow. Yeah. But like last night as I was sharing, I was like, God and the spirit were convicting me of just some selfishness in my heart and some ways that I had been grasping for control at the expense of other people. And I knew that like, okay, I see this sin on like the the surface level that's exposing itself, but I know there's a deeper root behind that and causing it. Mm. And as I was sharing that last night, I was like, okay, I don't really know what that is right now, but I know like God's working at this in me and I don't have it. Like, I think I'm in the process right now. And it was just good for me to share like, okay, I'm in the process of fighting this sin and I don't have it all figured out right now, but like God's working in me rather than just being like, Hey, this is something I struggled with a couple weeks ago. Like, so the other thing I was thinking about was that it's not about you. So if you like mm-hmm. go into community of like, what can I get out of this tonight? You'll usually be disappointed. For sure. Even more so with Zoom calls of like, yeah. is this going to be beneficial? Is this going to be worth my time? But it's like, not just enter a room and think, how can I love these people? But how do I enter a Zoom call? And like with the mindset of, hey, I want to learn how these people's lives are. I want to care for them. I want to ask about their life. Yeah. Like, so just going into it, like, how can I, what can I give to this community? And both like, how can I pray for this person? How can I encourage this person? But even like, how can I give of myself freely rather than like waiting for the perfect um, question or yeah, yeah, waiting until somebody calls you out to share something, just being willing to give of yourself right away. So yeah. What did that look like for you to try to have that (laughs) approach? Oh, Drake, all I wanted to do is lay down and sleep. I'm I'm pregnant and I get tired really easily. So like, I think I started connection group sitting up and by the end of the (laughs) prayer, I was slow ticking. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, I think, what did that look like for me? I think being willing to confess what was actually going on beneath the surface, you know, it's really easy just to be like, this is what's happening. But actually then to take the next step further and be like, yeah, this is what's really happening. And this is what's going on. This is what I'm learning and struggling with. And so really giving of yourself to, to share. And like, I love follow-up question, just asking people more about what did you mean by that? Where did that come from? How are you doing with this? And people feel really loved when they know you're listening to them and, or when they know that you remembered something about their life. So we've got just show up. We've talked about Mm -hmm. authenticity and just, especially Mm. in zoom calls, being intentional with like, Hey, I just want to open up about my life. The third one was giving of yourself. And then the last one, I love just those follow-up questions just to care for people. And one Mm. thing that I want to almost add to the just show up part of it is I feel like one thing that I've been processing is like in our world today, texting has become the quick form of communication where like a FaceTime or a phone call seems like such a commitment. Hmm. And and so in my mind, I'm like, oh, well, I can't FaceTime them because we don't have an hour and they might be busy. But something that we've been doing, I know Paige and I, is just like, hey, let's just FaceTime someone 
10 minutes. Let's try to catch up with them. And I see that being like a, a rhythm that I want to keep doing in the weeks to come of like, hey, on a given night, mm. if they're busy, they probably just won't answer. And that's like the worst thing that could happen. But mm. let's just take quick moments to to catch up with them and to fight to continually have conversation throughout the week. Um, that's good. And I think that'll be important too, to like, how do we make these virtual connection groups better, if you will, is like, let's continue to catch up throughout the week. It's fun to think about, like, I think it's really easy to see, like, these are the negatives or these are the ways that community is harder, but it's fun to think about, like, what are going to be the ways that God stretches us during this time that, like, will actually be better for it and that we might want to continue some of these new rhythms and, yeah, it's fun. It's cool to see that we're, like, seeing how to utilize technology to draw yeah. people closer. Like, I think okay. for the longest time, it's just been like, oh, technology keeps you away from the present. It takes you away from the people in front of you. But now we're, like, learning how to, yeah, use these tools to benefit these mm-hmm. relationships and to grow them. And so I think it'll be cool to see how that community grows in our lives just as a result of that. And hopefully, <sighs> you know, we aren't doing Zoom calls for the rest of our lives. Oh, please, <laughs> I'd, no. I'd yeah. for sure choose the three marathons <laughs> over doing Zoom calls. <laughs> Me too. You're like, that would be good for me, probably. Yeah, it was funny last night in our connection group. Like, um, my husband, Dave, super stable, not like crazy excited about, like, he's just like a stable guy. And we said something like, oh, I can't wait until you guys are in our living room again. Like, this living room is really empty. And Dave's like, I think I'm going to give each of you guys a hug. Oh my <laughs> he's like, amazing. oh, I'm looking forward Dave, to that. I'll getting take to reunite. One. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, Kaylee, thank you for, yeah, for sure. shedding some wisdom on, yeah, as we're all just trying to figure out what does it look like to, to live in community? Like you talked about some of the one another's to love one another, to serve, to encourage, and those can keep happening while we're like isolated. It doesn't have to take a pause, but we can actually pursue after those things. And so I think it's, yeah, just sweet to see how you've been processing some of that and that we can just learn from you in a really sweet way. So thank you for hopping on. For sure. Thanks, Drake. And that's a wrap for week one of the SaltCast. We're going to be putting out content every single week, so be looking out for that. As well as if you just want more information on the Salt Company in the Twin Cities, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at either Salt St. Paul or UMN Salt, and we'll get you all the information of what we're doing on a weekly basis, how you can keep in touch there. Also, if you just have questions you want us to talk through on the podcast, send us a message on Instagram, and we'll take those in as well. But otherwise, have a great week. <laughs>